0: It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a Saturday morning. It is the 24th day for September for 2022. Hey, this isn't too bad, is it? You get Thursday off, you come back yesterday for Friday and now we're not required back to work until Tuesday. Long weekend around Australia. Well, that is, of course, if you're not working in the real estate industry. And a very good morning to all of our real estate industry friends. Hope you have a great long weekend. And if you are working at the auctions, transacting, whatever you're doing around Australia from a real estate point of view, have a great weekend. Now, coming up, we are talking about the winners in Canberra, which was held for the real estate industry. And in particular, we are talking to Bianca, who is an auctioneer, and we're going to be finding out a little bit about her working in the auctioneering space there in Canberra, and also what that award to her that she won the other night means. And also coming up on Monday, we're going to be having a look at the Perth property market. Now, Perth is going pretty well with buyers at the moment. Buyers are not hesitating and quickly closing in on a number of properties that are selling in just a matter of days and with multiple offers coming to the table. What is happening in Perth? Well, the latest Real Estate Institute of Western Australia data shows that the median time to sell a property in Perth is around 18 days, but many are selling much quicker than that. So we will be talking on Monday to Gavin and Sam from Perth to give us their perspective on what is happening and why those properties are selling so far.
0: It's your weekend real estate breakfast, a serial-sized podcast about what's happening in your local backyard every Saturday morning on The Real Estate Podcast.
1: Hey, don't forget tomorrow, the Sunday Rewind is back. Yes, we're going to be looking at some of the interviews over the last seven days, the commentary around the Australian property market, and if you missed any of the podcasts, that is a great podcast not to miss. If you're celebrating your birthday for today, Day for Saturday the 24th of September have a great day and it is an all Argentinian affair today Lionel Messi the Argentinian footballer he is celebrating his birthday he was born back in 1987 and it was also on this day Rodrigo the Argentinian singer songwriter he died on this day back in 2000 and this was a bit of a scary moment from 1987 1982, a British Airlines jumbo jet experiences a sudden total engine failure. This would be your worst nightmare. And at the same time, the crew observed a mysterious glow in the dark. The Boeing 747 pilots had unwittingly flown into a cloud of volcanic ash caused by the eruption of a mountain in Indonesia, causing all four engines to flame out the crew managed eventually to restart the engines and landed safely in Jakarta. Everybody on board okay.
0: We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts, and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day.
1: All right, on this Saturday morning, let's head around the country and have a look at your weekend weather for today. Expecting showers in Sydney, a high of 21 degrees. In Melbourne, a possible morning shower. 15 is your forecast high. In Brisbane, expecting a mostly sunny, fine day. 28 is your forecast high. And in Perth, one or two morning showers and your high of 18 degrees.
0: We are just as addicted to property as you are. It's the Real Estate Podcast across Australia, seven days a week.
1: Well, Canberra's best real estate agents. Now, they were out celebrating the 2022 REI ACT Awards for Excellence. And that was held for the real estate industry in Canberra. And there was a bunch of submissions And one of them was Bianca Way of Home by Holly, taking out the Novice Auctioneer of the Year. And Bianca is joining us this morning. Bianca, welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thank you
2: so much for having me. I'm excited to be here.
1: Nice to have you on. eh? Not too bad, taking out the Auctioneer of the Year last Friday. Tell us a little bit about the awards night.
2: Yeah definitely. So we um, with the auctioneer competition as it's I'm sure the same across the board across Australia, but we um, we all competed in July, I think it was. Um, there was four of us in the novice category and then there were six other auctioneers in the seniors category. Um, so I'd have to say that the competition itself when we when we did that that was probably one of the most daunting days of, of my career. So it was really exciting to go to the awards and actually see what the outcome was of, of that competition. It was a really wonderful night and it was great to see so many people celebrated. And of course, I'm very relieved and excited to have gotten that novice novice auctioneer competition win.
1: Now, when you say that you're being judged back in July, were you the only female?
2: No, no, it was actually really well represented by females this year. There were three females in the novice category. So three of the four were were females and then we had uh, two females in the seniors category as well.
1: Okay. And how long have you been going in terms of real estate and calling auctions?
2: Yes, yeah, so I started uh, with Home by Holly and, and in real estate in the beginning of 2020, right before COVID hit. And I thought, God, what have I done? Got <laughs> a new career in the middle of a pandemic. But that turned out wonderfully. And then during the pandemic when we were in lockdown last year was when um, the conversation shifted to us maybe starting to call some auctions in-house. And I'd always loved the idea of of calling auctions, and I put my hand up and said, "Look, let's give it a go, i'll I'll try some online auctions." So it was actually a year ago yesterday uh, that I called my first auction.
1: Wow, so that's really interesting. So you got into real estate primarily to get out there, work with the vendors, sell homes. And then as a result of the pandemic itself, that, of course, caused these in-house auctions. And then you segued from there.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that I would like to get into that space. I've always been a bit of a fan of public speaking. And early on, I, I knew that I wanted to to get into it eventually. Uh, and I guess the pandemic kind of just sped that up a little bit and thought, yeah, all right, well, rather than waiting five years or however long in, in the industry, let's, let's jump in now and say yes and, and give it a whirl.
1: Wow. And you said that you're into you were doing some public speaking. Marriage celebrant, I believe.
2: Yes, I was. Yeah. From um, around 2012 till 2019, I I was a marriage celebrant. Very wonderful and enriching part of my career. And then it just kind of shifted into real estate.
1: Now, what has inspired you, Bianca, to get involved in the real estate industry? What was the, the burning thing inside you that thought, yeah, I could give this a crack?
2: For me, it's always been a lifelong interest. So I would, I call myself a real estate hobbyist until I, you know, watching what's going on online and watching new sales in the area. I used to keep a spreadsheet watching what was happening in my area just for interest sake. And um, I knew that weddings were starting to be something that I wanted to try, you know, move away from at that point in time. And a friend of mine said to me, you should get into real estate. You'd be great at that. So I remember around that time, I also saw the first Home by Holly sign on a neighbour in one of my streets in the neighbourhood. And I thought, well, wait a second, this agency might actually be a bit of a cultural fit for me and the brand I'd built as a celebrant and how, who I was. And so I reached out to Holly and said, I, I want to be a real estate agent and I want to work for you. <laughs> the rest <laughs> is history.
1: <laughs> yeah, great. And a few months back, we spoke to Tara Kelly, the auctioneer there from Brisbane, and and she gave us a really great, insight. From from a woman's perspective of being in the industry, auctioneering is a male-dominated industry. What do you think are the strengths of being a woman? What really sort of plays to your strengths as a female auctioneer in the industry?
2: Well, I think it's a brand alignment for us, especially because our business is female-owned. Uh, we have a lot of, most of the, the staff at our, our agency are female. So for us, it was a real really obvious brand alignment to have uh, female auctioneers. My colleague Jenna was actually one of the senior competitors in the competition this year and it led to us winning the auctioneer franchise. So we've come from not having in-house auctions to actually winning the auctioneer franchise as well on Friday night, which was great. I think the reason that female auctioneers are being well received, I feel as if we we kind of attach that a little bit more of heartfelt sentiment towards the process. It's... Um, For us, it's about making it a conversational experience and that people feel engaged and supported and encouraged to bid confidently. Um, You know, we don't really... I personally don't really buy into the pressure tactics and, you know, the the high stakes type of auctioneering. It's it's a way to command a space and, and facilitate a really important process for the vendor, but also create a space where buyers feel as if they are supported and encouraged to bid confidently. That could be the reason that women are stepping up and having a crack at it.
1: Yeah, well, I remember that Tara was saying something along the lines of, she's not a yeller, you know, she's not a screamer, she's quite calm. And I think that's a real point of difference. What sort of style do you bring?
2: Yeah, similar. Being in public speaking for a long time, I can project without actually having to yell. And I think that's an important thing um, to be able to speak to a crowd, but also not come across as if you're being really aggressive. They're much more conversational. We we do try to, you know, you're speaking to the, the, the property and you're speaking to the vendor's experience in the property and you're really trying to constantly anchor people back into that space. Some people might perceive it to be a little bit gentler, but we still do get the results as well. You know, I think that there's a perception that you need to have this auctioneer standing up there to really command the price and, and take it from, from the bidders. But being friendly, being nice and approachable has worked really well for us. And we have really great clearance from that.
1: Yeah, well, I think that if you are relaxed and you are calm, there is a real point of difference there. And the more somebody is relaxed and the less pressure that they've got, then they can react to the whole auction process in a completely different way.
2: Exactly, and I feel like there's a lot to be achieved when you're allowing, uh, let say, a couple or you've got someone there bidding with a support person. It's such a high-stress process and a lot of people aren't comfortable having all eyes on them. And so I feel as my responsibility as an auctioneer is, of course, to encourage them to bid, but to also fill that space to keep the audience engaged. So it's not just everyone standing there staring at a bidder waiting for the next $5,000. It's allowing them to have a conversation amongst themselves and, and come up with where they want to sit up, up to next and also creating a space where the agents can do the work and have those conversations without feeling as if everybody's watching what that next move is on that bidder. Ours, like I said, we're really talking about obviously encouraging bidding, but then you're talking about the locality you're talking about local cafes, you're in, I try and really engage the audience so that they're, it's, they're a part of it and that does allow people to take that space, take a couple of moments and then and put another bid in and they know that they've had a little bit of time to actually consider it properly.
1: And just before I let you go, what's the biggest thing do you think that you've learned since getting involved in the real estate industry?
2: Oh, Getting involved in real estate, I think it's one of those things that you have to really love it. You know, I think there's a perception that it's, you know, it can be a really easy job and it definitely isn't. It's one of those ones that you're, you're so intrinsically linked into such a large part of somebody's life when they're selling a property or they're buying a property and I think that it's there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that, and you need to take that really seriously. Just in terms of actually supporting people through things is one of the biggest learning curves, and also may, remaining relevant and keeping creative and coming up with new marketing ways to keep property, you know, at the top and and have your property be something that's being really well viewed, you know. So you're really leveraging that marketing, but you're also working really hard to make sure that the the vendor and the buyer have a positive experience, and that it's not the most stressful thing it can because a lot of people have horrible experiences selling property. And so I think you're facilitating a really essential process. So you've got to take that really seriously.
1: Indeed. Well, Bianca, it's been great to talk to you and all the best going forward. And congratulations for taking out that novice auctioneer of the year last Friday. So have yourself a great morning and thanks for coming on to The Real Estate Podcast.
0: You're absolutely welcome. Thank you so much for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.